To those of you listening to us on the internet, to the men and women in our armed forces, wherever you may be, to our members and guests here at beautiful Savior Lutheran in Milwaukee, grace be to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God upon which we base our message actually is from the Old Testament and the New Testament because Jesus quotes Isaiah 29, the Old Testament reading for this morning. But from Mark chapter 7, we hear, Their worship of me is pointless because their teachings are rules made by humans. You abandon the commandments of God to follow human traditions, quoting Isaiah. And then Jesus says, Because of your traditions, you have destroyed the authority of God's word. And you do many other things like that. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is the only way, the only truth, and the only life, my beloved. Last Sunday, I participated in our hot dog giveaway at uh, Sentry over there on 92nd in Lisbon. Always an interesting experience. Our reason for doing that is that when you offer something to someone for free, especially food, uh, you can get into a conversation with them. They'll talk. And then we have the opportunity as they talk to invite them to hear more about Jesus, either in our church service or Sunday school or vacation Bible school or First Friday And um, you hear quite a few positive comments. Oh, this is so nice of you. Here were some of the other comments that I received because I went around holding up the big free sign and said, stop in after uh, you're done shopping and uh, get a free hot dog and soda. Would you like a free hot dog and soda? Nothing in life is free. Walks right on by, ignores us. You know what he was really saying? You guys are so stupid. Free hot dog and soda. What's the catch? I said, there is no catch. We're promoting our Sunday school for fall. Free hot dog and soda. No, how much is it really? I said, well, it's for free. No, how much is it for really? I said, no, it's for free. No, how much really is it? Will you take a donation? No. And then they're the ones who, when you say it's for free, they sneakily put a couple dollars on the counter and walk away so you don't see it because, doggone it, they're going to pay for it whether you like it or not. Whether you know it or not, all those responses are the definition of all the man-made religions of the world, but not biblical Christianity. In biblical Christianity, from the absolute truth of Holy Scripture, we learn that God does everything. He gives everything. We are only the recipients, and we receive it all for free. Now, 
we have to face it that you take a look around the world, and I don't care if it's a Christian or non-Christian religion, all those man-made religions are absolutely logical because that's the way it works in the workplace. You go to work, you get paid. You don't go to work, you don't get paid. You're a lousy employee, the boss is angry. And people transfer that way of thinking to their relationship with God. That's man-made religion. Performance, reward. Took a look at what you might say the exact translation of these words of Isaiah and Jesus would go something like this. By consistently teaching teachings which are the commandments of human beings. That's how you negate God's truth. Now the background for Jesus' disciple, uh, words with his disciples and the people around him were the conversation that he was having with the religious leaders of the day who were criticizing Jesus' disciples because they did not go through this rigmarole of this ceremonial hand-washing before they ate, and we'll talk more about that next week. Those ceremonial hand-washings were traditions that a lot of people had added to God's Word. Nowhere were they found in the Bible. But if you would go through these ceremonial gyrations, then you would be better than other people and certainly approved by God. You know, whenever you wander away from the truth then you can make up anything that you want. That hot dog giveaway reminded me of that. All the wrong man-made ideas, the religions of the world, by those passerby. They didn't get it, and you would like to say, we wish we had the opportunity for you to get it. And so it is with us, too. Every day, in every media, even many times by our own acquaintances, we are bombarded by the falsehood of man-made religion. I'd like to review some of the teaching that are consistently taught by the world, all these man-made ideas. And I think we have to review these things over and over and over again as Christians Because otherwise, I think we actually have a tendency to become callous by the repetition over and over, to actually get sucked in, to say, oh, yeah, yeah, I guess that's all right. There is no such thing as absolute truth. I mean, let's face it, for the reason so much chaos here in the United States is that we're living in a world much like the trial of Jesus before Pontius Pilate, where Pontius Pilate said, what is truth? If there is no absolute truth, then there is no such thing as right and wrong. And whatever you may have thought was true yesterday, maybe you won't think is true today. And you won't necessarily have to think that it's true tomorrow. And lying is not really lying because there's no such thing as absolute truth. Jesus said, sanctify them through your truth, through through your truth, Heavenly Father. Uh, Your word is truth. Truth is really very simple. It's God-given reality that does not change. 
I'd like to review this morning at least a portion of the the litany or the laundry list of man-made teachings. They're not the truth. And we dare never start accepting them as truth. The theory of evolution brought to us by uh, Darwin's origin of species way back in the 1800s. You know why why he actually concocted that? Because way back then, there were only two ways of looking at this world. Either as a Christian, the way the Bible says, or nothing. And so he came along and said, ah, I got a third option. Human beings evolved. The origin of species, microbes, then animals, then humans. Millions and billions of years. Did you notice that if you ever take a look at these documentaries of uh, the... the, uh, the evolution, it's always a different number, 93 billion. You know, given enough time, anything can happen, they think. The truth is, God created the world in six days, and he made humans on the sixth day. And by the way, I was watching some of those documentaries this past week, and you hear the phrase, prehistoric man, prehistoric time. There is no such thing as prehistoric time. We've got all the history of the world right up to the very very beginning. In the beginning, God created what? Time. Moses writes it down as history. There is no such thing as prehistoric times. Man-made evolution, you know what it actually does, is it rules God out of the picture. Everything happened by itself. And if there is no God, then you're accountable to nobody but yourself. Oh, but there is theistic evolution, isn't there, Pastor? You know, God sort of helped it along millions and billions of years. No, because all of that still stands in opposition to the truth. God created the world in six days. And by the way, there's kind of an interesting question one pastor uh, told me uh, a couple months back. He says, you know anybody that believes in theistic evolution? where human beings still evolve from animals, ask them, when did humans get their soul? And if you believe in theistic evolution, and say, you know what you'd have to do? You'd have to speculate. I really don't know. Now, whenever the, the God's word doesn't say something that we would like to know, you can speculate all you want, but God doesn't tell us. But when God does tell us, then speculation is out of the picture because he's told us the truth. Six days, human beings on the sixth day. The importance of this all? Oh, it hits home with me every year when I teach my uh, catechism classes. And you ask the kids who are going to public school, and this isn't only public grade school, it it happens in public universities too. And we go through creation. I said, what did you learn in school? They said, we didn't learn this. I had one kid... uh, a couple months ago, I said, well, what did you learn in school? He said, no, I didn't learn this. He, they said millions and billions of years. I said, that's not the truth. So what do you do if you have kids, grandkids, great-grandkids, nieces, nephews, and they're going to public school and they're learning this, and it's not the truth? You see, you really have to know what your kids are learning in school so you can tell them what the truth is. Another one, all religions are pretty much the same. 
you go around, you, you see the bumper sticker on the, the rear end of the cars, right? Coexist. Everybody's pretty much all the same. It's a lie. It's a man-made idea. It's not the truth. The truth is, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. There is no other name under heaven, St. Paul says, given among men whereby we must be saved than Jesus Christ. It is only Jesus who died as punishment for your sins so that you could have heaven for free. Related issue to that one, by the way, is, well, there is, I can't believe in your God because there is no God who would be so terrible as to send anybody to hell for all eternity. The truth is, God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. The truth is, God loves you. The truth is, God loves everyone. The truth is, Jesus died for everyone. But don't forget the second half of the verse. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And then, of course, Jesus went on in John 3 when he said, those who believe will not perish but have eternal life. Those who believe in him won't be condemned. Those who don't believe are condemned already because they don't believe in God's only Son. Now, if that is not the truth, that there are going to be some people lost because they don't know about or don't believe in Jesus Christ, if that is not true, then I say, what are we doing here? And let's change... Uh, beautiful Savior Lutheran Church into the ultimate Cops Park Pavilion where we have birthday parties and anniversaries and wedding receptions. But our mission is to preach Jesus Christ to save souls for eternal life before it is too late. And that's the whole reason for our... That's why you give your mission dollars. That's why you give your dollars here so that that message can go out. Because God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Another man-made teaching. All human beings are born morally and spiritually neutral. They're neither good nor bad. Another teaching, though, is Human beings are born morally and spiritually good. Those cute little babies. And how you turn out is completely dependent on your environment in which you live. And if you turn out bad, then you're a victim of your environment or your poor economic background, and you have to blame society because you're a victim. On the other hand, if you turn out good, then you can take credit for that wonderful upbringing that you had, and it's all because of your own effort that you are such a good person. It's not the truth. The truth is that we are all born evil. 
We are all born unbelievers on the way to hell. Scripture says the fleshly mind is hostile to God. The imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. God has to change us from unbelievers to believers. But it's the natural inclination of human beings to be evil. And all bad things in this world are immediately traceable back to man's disobedience to God. No wonder we need a police force. We need the armed services. We need a judicial system to protect us from the evils of man's natural inclination. My goodness, we even have conflict in Christian churches. And we even have reticence or hesitancy to repent of things that we know we've done wrong. Our hearts are evil from birth. That's why we need the gospel. Most of all, we need the gospel, not just the police force. We need the gospel. The most important truth that anybody can hear is that after this is all gone, you still have eternal life with a family in God's presence forever. One other one I'd like to mention this morning, you could probably go on and on, we just don't have time. God made Adam and Eve, and he put them into a garden, and he said, take care of the garden. Take care of the planet, because it is a gift of God. Did you ever think about it? You are the ultimate environmentalist. Talk about environmentalism, the environmentalist, you know. You are the ultimate environmentalist. You want to take care of this planet because you know it is a gift of God. The falsehood is take care of this planet because if you don't, you will destroy it and it will all be wiped out and then what? Because this is all there is. Take care of this planet because you know that it's a gift from God. And God uh, promised to Noah after the flood, he says, as long as the earth exists, planting and harvesting, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. You can't destroy this place. It doesn't mean you shouldn't take care of it. One day, the day of God will come suddenly, uh, Peter says in his second uh, letter. Everything that makes up the universe will burn and melt, but we look forward to a new heaven and a new earth. Bombarded with lies every day, over and over and over. Even at the hot dog giveaway. Nothing in life is for free. So how are we going to react? Well, we can move along with the crowd in political correctness. And we can never speak the truth in order to avoid any type of argument or discussion. And we can quietly go along with it all. Or we can take a stand for the truth. And sometimes it hurts. And sometimes people may laugh at you and call you stupid and ridicule you. And in some places even persecute you. 
because life in our world consistently teaches teachings which are the commandments of human beings. But once again, the truth is, God created the world in six days. And the first human beings, Adam and Eve, disobeyed God and deserved hell. But God planned and promised for a Savior, Jesus Christ, who suffered God's anger and punished him in your place so that you can go free from the punishment of hell. And your mission is to talk about that freedom to others, that freedom only through Jesus Christ. This world of ours is so very temporary, and we are all here for such a short time. And at the end, there will be only two places of existence, hell, eternal death, and heaven, eternal life. So during this time that we have on earth, don't believe the teachings of men. Stand up for the absolute truth. What is it? God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Nothing in life is for free. Oh, yes, it is, because Jesus paid the price. Now it's all yours for free. And that's the truth. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Please stand. We confess our faith this morning a little different way with Psalm 51 on page 7. Have pity on me, O God, in keeping with your mercy, in keeping with your unlimited compassion. Wipe out my rebellious acts. Wash me thoroughly from my guilt and cleanse me from my sin. I admit that I am rebellious. My sin is always in front of me. I have sinned against you, especially you. I have done what you consider evil, so you hand down justice when you speak, and you are blameless when you judge. Indeed, I was born guilty. I was a sinner when my mother conceived me. Yet you desire truth and sincerity. Deep down inside me, you teach me wisdom. Purify me from sin with hyssop and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear sounds of joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have broken dance. Hide your face from my sins, and wipe out all that I have done wrong. Create a clean heart in me, O God, and renew a faithful spirit within me. Do not force me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore the joy of your salvation to me, and provide me with a spirit of willing obedience. We take this time to gather our tithes, our offerings, and our connection cards. <laughs> 